Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jeff Pelletier. The purpose of our podcast is a simple question. Why is Israel important? Over the next many episodes, my partner Neil Johnson and I will seek to answer this question. There are just barely over 14 million descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the world today, and about five and a half million of them live in Israel. The rest are scattered across and among the nations. For the sake of our podcast, Israel is both a country and a people. Hello, friends. In the previous episode of Israel, Why is the Middle East Important?, we talked about Moses. Moses is the fourth of five people we focus on in our explanation of Israel. Why is the Middle East important? And the five people are Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, and Jesus. God formed lasting binding covenants with each of these people, and we've covered them all over the course of the many episodes that we've produced uh, thus far. But we haven't yet talked about Jesus, and today we move from the Mosaic Covenant into the New Covenant, which is founded in Jesus Christ. And so, Neil, when I when I say the word New Covenant, what, where does that start, actually? Where, where does the New Covenant begin? Oh, well, in a nutshell, uh, in the very beginning. However, specifically and definitively called the New Covenant, yeah. uh, it is in the prophet Jeremiah used Jeremiah. those very words, Jeremiah 31. Jeremiah 31. So isn't that interesting, folks, that the New Covenant, Jesus Christ, the New Covenant that's founded in Christ, begins or is spoken about first by the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 31. Could you read a little bit about that, Neil? Oh, sure. Uh, and, and you're right. It is important to know that uh, while we break these covenants up into various uh, covenants, however many number we choose to say is a covenant, we've mm-hmm. chosen five for our purposes. Well, it's, yeah, uh, right. Exactly. But nonetheless, uh, yeah. the fact is it is one covenant. It is one plan. It is mm-hmm. one revelation and unfolding. But uh, the New Covenant, uh, specifically called out by the uh, prophet Jeremiah in uh, 3131, Jeremiah making the covenant with, again, Israel. That's very important. Uh, It was almost uh, unheard of to think that uh, short of the Gentiles converting, as it were, into what becomes ultimately rabbinic Judaism, that there would be any provision for the Gentiles at all. Mm. So this new covenant, as revealed to this point to the prophet Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah, 
he says, Behold, the days are coming when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. So it's very specific right there that this new covenant of whom we're going to get to more specifically momentarily is called out, as you said, by Jeremiah and specifically called a new covenant as contrasted to the Mosaic covenant because he later looks uh, back and says, it will not be like the covenant I made with their fathers when I took them by the hand out of the land of Egypt. So he's specifically referencing it'll be different than that covenant. And that, that's the Mosaic covenant, which is the, which begins with the fulfillment of the covenant he made with Abraham, which brought, brought them into the land itself. Correct. Right. So he's, 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 he's saying it won't be like that, but it, but it won't be not like that. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're, now you're talking like me. You're saying uh, stuff that's hard to follow, but you're exactly right, Jeff. It, this dual track, even, if you yeah. will, if you can think of it that way, yeah. is not at odds or in disharmony with mm-hmm. the idea of this is all a plan being mm-hmm. revealed. Yeah. Going back to the very beginning when man uh, didn't live up to his uh, calling. Mm -hmm. And uh, from that very moment, as opposed to these uh, fallen entities, of which we've said before there are many and different types, Mm -hmm. there is no hope, no provision. As a matter of fact, Jeff, uh, just to digress momentarily, some of the extra-biblical writings, Enoch specifically says, they begged and petitioned the Lord for forgiveness as well for mm-hmm. their rebellion. At least one of the rebellions. Yeah, who, exactly. knows? who knows? And the Lord yeah. said, no. Mm-hmm. But King David in the psalm says, what is man, O Lord, mm-hmm. that you are mindful of him? Mm-hmm. Quite an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we just take it for granted. Yeah, we fell and God fixed it and we're good to go and on we go. But the enormity is kind of hidden from us. So the the uh, the idea of this of this new of this new covenant Jesus calls it and uh, Jeremiah calls it a new a new covenant is uh, I think said my opinion it's said more for us than it is than God is saying it for Himself. In other words, it's really not a new covenant. But if you call it a new covenant, people pay attention, right? It's like. It's a new covenant. Oh, it's a new covenant. Oh, okay, it's a new. So just like with uh, with Abraham, there was a covenant. And then with Moses, there was a covenant. Uh, and covenants, even, right? And Adam, and, and with Noah, right? He made a covenant with Noah after the flood. All these covenants, right? They're all, pause for effect, the same in one particular way. And you, you, you've talked to me about this, and we've talked about this, and I want this work to come into our discussion kind of right now, that the whole Bible, there's one actual, just one topic. It's the whole, the whole book is about... Redemption. Redemption. That's correct. The whole book yep. is about redemption. All of these covenants are redemptive covenants. That is entirely uh, uh, important to keep prime and foremost on our minds at all time is certainly we get further elaboration and we get detail added to the events, but there it's not the Bible is not a series of details mm-hmm. or covenants in this mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. It is one plan mm-hmm. with more unfolding and more meat put on the bones, as it were. Yep. 
uh, to explain it further. Now, this term, new covenant, you know, if God had told uh, uh, Noah, uh, when he, whom he made a covenant with, yeah. if he told Noah, behold, I'm going to make a new covenant uh, and refer to the Abrahamic covenant, well, that would be new. It was new to Noah. It was, certainly was new to Noah. Right. And yes. if he told uh, Abraham, I'm going to make a new covenant yeah. and was referring to Moses, Moses, that would be a new covenant. New covenant. So yeah. Yirmiyahu yeah. had, <laughs> Jeremiah had some understanding yeah. of what the new covenant would entail based on what he wrote about it. But it was strictly to him, okay, it'll be another, an additional, new meat put on the bones, a new covenant. So it's crucial to know new in this case does not mean done away with or yeah. superseded or as to make null and void. Or replacement covenant, which a lot of people use that, you know, they, they see it as replacement of right. no, no, not at all. Right. Fulfillment, uh, bringing together, uh, 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 summation, completeness, all of these are kind of the words that we need to learn and understand regarding covenant with God. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh, whole covenant, uh, as we read about in what's called the New Testament, yes. it's just a continuation yes. of Jewish thought. Yes. Right. That's right. Exactly. And so uh, when uh, Yeshua, Jesus, inaugurated the initiation of uh, that uh, revelation of yeah. the promised new covenant, yep. a different covenant. Yep. Uh, he was not doing away with any of the Mosaic Covenant, and we know that because he followed the Mosaic Covenant mm-hmm. through his whole life, and he didn't follow it just mm-hmm. to do away with it. Mm-hmm. And then Paul, who became the apostle to the Gentiles, also followed yeah. the Mosaic Covenant. Yes, he did. So how does that fit? Well, men being men will try to harmonize things they don't understand, right? Mm-hmm. And people have come up with all kinds of uh, things over the centuries, and one of which is this whole replacement thing. In other words, when it says Jesus fulfilled, mm-hmm. that means done away with. Mm-hmm. But it's obvious it doesn't from any reading of the scriptures because mm-hmm. Jesus promises to observe certain Mosaic covenantal ideas mm-hmm. in the kingdom to come. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you and I have uh, spent some time on privately in the past, yeah. we've read yeah. Ezekiel and said, what in the world is that either third or fourth temple, depending on how you split that? Mm-hmm. That has elements of both the Mosaic Covenant, a covenant not yet made, future covenant, a past covenant. How does this work? So there's a lot of mystery yet mm. in our day in this new covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's. Let, so what is what does Jeremiah say? How does he uh, <clears throat> flesh it out exactly what what he means by this new covenant? Yeah, so Jeremiah goes on and he said, this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. So at this point, this is And the is house all, of Judah. Well, he said that before, and yeah. now he's saying with the house of Israel. Yeah. So he goes on and he, and he specifically calls out Israel again. So we don't even see, mm. as we said, mm. uh, a provision yet, a clause, mm. anything for the Gentiles, mm. which is kind of what Paul's whole mission was and what we read about in the New Testament. So, it, it, just FYI, yeah. Just my interpretation, and I think it's accurate. You said he doesn't even mention the Gentiles, so that leads me to infer that in order for me to participate in the covenant, I need to join the nation of Israel. 
Uh, and in a lot of ways, that's exactly what we do. I know. When we accept. When we accept. The Jewish rabbi. Yeah. The Jewish Messiah. Messiah. The God who we incarnated follow. with yeah. Jewish DNA. We follow him. We and come into yeah. the house of Israel. The house of Israel. It says that in Ephesians. It says that. Uh, uh, it says that. Uh, um, oh gosh, I'm, I just went blank on that. But, but it it, it talks about. Oh, in Romans, uh, where is it? Eighteen, sixteen? No, I'm no, eleven, sure. eleven. I'm, I'm not sure which. Romans word. eleven, where it talks about we're grafted in. Oh yes, mm-hmm. we're grafted into the right. to the cultivated. Uh, we're the cultivated olive tree and we're grafted into the original. Right, right. And that they support us, we don't support them. The root them. of that Correct. original tree supports us. So we're part of that tree now. Right. And that's that's so important for us to grasp. But that original covenant that Jeremiah says implies that that's the case. We must become part of that in order to partake of the covenant. Yeah, Of the new exactly covenant. Right. Yeah, and that's exactly what we agree to do right. when we say yes to Jesus. And so we see, in other words, that these covenants build upon each other with further elaboration. But they're all part of the one plan. They are not separate and disparate entities on their own, as people tend to read these things sometimes. And we and that one, that, folks, that one thing that happens in all. When all of the covenants, including the new one, including the one with Jesus, is this idea that we must be redeemed. From what, Neil? Well, from uh, uh, destruction, basically. But, but why uh, do we need redemption? Yeah, well, we can read about uh, at least one episode uh, with uh, uh, Adam in yeah. the uh, Edenic or Adamic covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can read about it there where the serpent came into the garden, mm-hmm. tricked seemingly. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it certainly, uh, um, not more strongly than implies, but shows that the whole earth was now transferred. Yeah. Uh, things yeah. uh, no longer worked well. They they don't work uh, quite as well as they were originally designed. No, no they and do that not. there would be everything is flawed now. Correct, and, and that's a result of the fall. Well, we call that the fall. Right. It seems like there was more than one fall to yeah, me. Right, but but if we use that that terminology that idea. of the fall, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what we're redeemed from. from. As we just said, yes. these 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 various yes. spirits have yes. no hope, and yes. they are at enmity, yep. as the Bible puts it. They yep. are against yep. us, yep. and we are constrained in mm-hmm. this uh, snow globe, as I always call it. You always it, call it the this, snow globe. This ant farm yeah. yep. uh, uh, called Earth, and yep. I don't mean to disparage it. It Mm-mm. was created in perfection. It is uh-huh. now tainted. Yep. And uh, the powers that rule this, or yep. at least have great authority yep. over this realm and yep. our lives, are very powerful, very powerful, powerful beings, yep. but have no hope of what only mankind has Redemption. redemption. Okay, so so the idea, folks, of, of of redemption, that continuous act that God started after Adam and Eve screwed it up, He provided a way. Okay. Right? Yeah. He provided a way from the very beginning. From the very beginning, and He started and He started to try to get us to understand this, and that's what's that's what's been happening since the beginning. That's right? correct. To get us to understand that apart from him, apart from God, apart from 
dwelling with him and being with him, we don't stand a chance. There isn't anything to, there isn't anything we can do to make it work. Right. It's not possible without him. Right. That's exactly right. And that's the point, right? That's his point to us from the beginning all the way through, showing us that we can't do it. There's no way. And the law proves this, and all the other things prove this. And so the, the goal is that we get to the end of ourselves, and we realize that God is the only way. There's not another way. And he's been trying to show us this since the get-go. And so we need redemption because we don't see it. We can't do it. There is no way. And Jesus ends up at the very end. He's the only way. Yeah. He is the, the, the culmination and uh, the uh, provision that's mm-hmm. provided yeah. for us. Now, mm-hmm. in the Mosaic covenant, which mm-hmm. entails uh, a number of things, mm-hmm. uh, the rabbis have identified uh, 613 yeah. laws, laws, as they yeah. call them. This, yeah. uh, this uh, started at Sinai and then throughout yeah. the four books. Yeah. This is when Moses first appears is in Exodus. So we'll say throughout the four books, there's further additions and elaborations. But beginning yep. basically basically with Sinai, not not to digress, but there mm. there always was the Noahide laws. Yes, we said of as course. Well. But, yes. but the God, God, God at Sinai gives the Ten Commandments, and as many people have pointed out, they are the entirety of the Torah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Everything else, Everything is, else just, is based on those. Is just elaboration yep. and yep. clarification yep. And, and expansion. Yep. So uh, in the Mosaic Covenant, God provided a great many things for Israel's benefit as a people, but also all of our benefits as a people. And he very specifically called out, Moses that is, and the covenants, that there would be this further covenant Mm -hmm. to come. However, the Mosaic covenant is inexorably linked and attached to Messiah Jesus. Mm -hmm. You can't have one without the other. Mm -hmm. And not just to be done away with, but Everything Jesus did and said, he wrapped up and uh, uh, packaged in the context of the Mosaic Covenant. So the, the uh, Sermon on the Mount in Matthew is an amazing demonstration of this, right? He takes the Mosaic Law and he further defines, he further makes, and, and he's not eliminating at all. Correct. If a man asks you to walk a mile, walk two. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> you know, exactly right. right. And he said, At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is written that you do this. Well, I say you do this and this and this. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not even 
close to doing away with the mosaic. No, it's not. And uh, to your point, it's kind of funny because sometimes you'll hear certain Christians uh, uh, say things like, well, uh, I'm not under the law, I'm under grace. Well, Mm -hmm. Jesus very specifically, when he said (laughs) things like you just uh, enumerated, he made that law yeah. in effect, but also made it harder. Made it harder. <laughs> yeah, made it harder. So yeah. you can't just look at him as grace, grace, grace. In other words, what a lot of people do is is take that word grace and use it for license. Yeah, and and and, and I think this is the main reason that nobody preaches the Sermon on the Mount. Hmm. It's hardly ever preached hmm. because it seems so difficult, so impossible. Right. Everybody would just quit. Right. And, and, and that is what the New Covenant is, yeah. because uh, the Mosaic Covenant, especially now just focusing on the sacrificial yeah. system. Yeah. See, people, uh, yeah. Christians, I'm specifically saying, in many spheres yeah. uh, 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 defame that covenant. I know. They disdain that covenant. And yet this was a grace-filled, divine, merciful placeholder until the manifestation of the perfect could come. In other words, God knew men's hearts. Yeah. You cannot make it kneel. No. You can't make it. No. So I'm going to provide these sacrifices that, yes, they're not one and done like Jesus. Right, right. But you will not have to die. Mm. You can come before me. Mm. You can petition me. Mm. You can feel good about yourself. Mm. But it required a constant uh, uh, sacrificial yeah. system. Yeah. That's all. But yeah. it was merciful. In other words, That's I could great. sin knowingly right. or unknowingly, and that's yes. a key, yes. right? Right. And I could bring a sacrifice, let's say, Jeff, and say, I'm feeling pretty good, but I'm not sure if what <laughs> happened that I'm not entirely aware of right. was a sin. Right. So I'm going to bring this offering. Right. Well, at that very moment, mm. I am forgiven mm. of that sin mm. because that's what the Bible tells us. Yeah. Forgiven of that sin. Yeah. And I immediately can go home mm-hmm. with a relieved heart and spirit and mind. Mm. And I can come back into God's presence and, and live among the, 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 the priesthood of Israel and so on and so forth. So it's a different way of perceiving, well, what is the mosaic system? What was that? That was a merciful, divine placeholder to get the nation of Israel through the period of time until the perfect would come and start to begin, because I say that definitively, start to begin to inaugurate the new covenant. You know, Neil, you, 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 you talked about uh, some Christians say, oh, I'm not under the law, I'm under grace. Well, folks, uh, the whole thing is grace. The whole thing. What do you have that you did not, that you deserve? God created the earth. He created the systems. He created the laws of physics. He created uh, atmosphere and water and 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 uh, uh, food and and uh, ability and uh, I mean, what do what do we have? I mean, we, we couldn't, he, he created a whole ant farm, a snow globe for us first, right? And then he put us in the globe. Well, the globe was ready for us. It was perfectly designed for us. Is that not grace? We didn't deserve it. We didn't earn it, right? The whole thing is grace. The whole redemption process is grace. The fact that he provides a way out, a way through. Right. It's all grace. Yeah. We don't deserve any of it. Right. So d- how dare anyone say, 
I'm not under the law. I'm under grace. Well, you know, you are. It, it, it is, but it's all grace. We don't deserve any of it. We have the opportunity to know the living God. Right. And to fellowship with him for eternity. That's grace. So if you wanted to think of it as one way, uh, and I, I think most people don't parse it this way, but if, if they paid attention, you could say, okay, you're not under the law, so are you under lawlessness? Yeah. You no, know, we're right, not. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, referencing the Mosaic Covenant now, because that was the last covenant with the most meat on it, if you yeah. will say, yeah. until the perfect came. Yeah. It was yeah. such elaboration. Yeah. Uh, we can see that uh, in that covenant, Moses took the people of Israel through the desert, as it's called, mm-hmm. the wanderings, mm-hmm. 40 years. Yeah. And a supernatural provision and protection happened to those people. Yeah. That is grace. Yeah, it They is. never had to worry about a thing. Exactly. Not one thing to eat. And nope. listen to this. Mm-hmm. In the Adamic covenant, Adamic covenant mm-hmm. when he failed, that two-part covenant, yeah. uh, God said, you shall labor by the sweat of your brow. Wow, right. But Israel didn't labor at all right. that we read about right. in that supernatural yes. protection. They yes. didn't labor again until yep. right before Moses brought them up to the mm-hmm. land and Joshua brought mm-hmm. them in the land mm-hmm. and Moses addressed them there and said, this is the land. Guess what? The supernatural bubble you've had for 40 years is about to expire. You'll mm-hmm. go back to, mm-hmm. to, to toiling. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Why did Israel in the desert mm-hmm. wander for 40 years? Because they sinned. Because they and sinned. Right. God had mercy right. on them. Exactly. So we have more mercy and shown provided, in the old covenant. He provided entirely for them during <laughs> right. their wandering. Right, right. Entirely. Exactly. There were no sickness. Right. Their clothes didn't wear out. We talked about this in the last exactly. show. Exactly. Their clothes didn't wear out. They got manna from heaven. Right. They got all kinds. I mean, it, it it's all grace. And none of them were, were under, quote-unquote, the new covenant, meaning mm-hmm. the one we refer to as mm-hmm. the new covenant. Mm-hmm. So, as mm-hmm. we said, all these are new covenants mm-hmm. once they come. Mm-hmm. But they had sinned. Mm-hmm. They yeah. had done wrong. Yeah. They had not done what God wanted, and yet God still... Still. Still. So, the, people who tend to have this, this uh, wrong view of the yeah. old exactly. as though... Yeah. harsh punishment laws, yeah. there's more yeah. grace to yeah. be seen, yeah. especially as we said with Yeshua, because when he said things, you've heard it said, X, but I say to you, why, <laughs> right? He makes it harder. Or when the Pharisees came and asked him questions all the time, Jesus would say things like, well, you read Moses, and he says we could just write our wife or and 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 uh, Jesus makes it harder mm-hmm. and says God only did that because of your own hardness and so on. So uh, there's more grace in the Old Testament, if you will, what we call than there is in what we call the New Testament. Neil, I'm going to read uh, Deuteronomy chapter eight. Okay, blessing and cursing. Yeah, but it, it, but it's 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 even more than than blessing and cursing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when they enter the promised land, right. God, God is uh, provides for them in ways that they don't deserve. Right. Right. He says, when you get when you get to this land, uh, you're going to have a you're, you're going to you're going to uh, walk into a good land with brooks of water, with fountains and springs 
flowing forth in valleys and hills, and land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land where you will eat food without scarcity, in which you shall not lack anything, a land where stones are iron, and out of those hills you can dig copper. When you, I mean, it just goes on and on and right, on and on. Right. And then it says, you are going to be tempted to say, look what I did. Right, exactly. Right? exactly. And God's saying, no, look what I did. Right. Right? I provi- I'm providing this for you. Right. Grace. It's a different it's environment. Grace. But a provision. And yes, you're exactly right. Through all that sin we read about, much like us, that's mm-hmm. the point. Mm-hmm. That if you look back at church history... Mm-hmm. Uh, not to disparage any church history, but yeah. it was anything but glorious, yeah. and we still have grace. grace. The Israelites right. Right. was anything but glorious, right, as, right. A, as a corporate whole, right. but there was still grace. So in other words, right. it isn't as though anything not in the New Covenant was law and and uh, demanded exact uh, uh, eye for an eye and all this kind of thing. Not at all. It was full of grace. It was a leading up to what we're talking about now. The, 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 the time is right for yes. God to manifest yes. himself yes. on the earth yes. and inaugurate mm. with Jeremiah mm. uh, uh, and before him uh, uh, Adam mm. and uh, uh um, Abraham yeah. uh, said was coming, yeah. yes. and to Moses he yeah. prophesied that one greater than me. Well, in rabbinic thought, there is none greater than. So who could be greater? Who but could Moses it be? said, "One's coming greater yeah. than I." One's coming greater. God than Himself I. manifested as a Hebrew, as mm-hmm. a Jew. As he a had Jew. DNA, yeah. and he stood on the earth and uh, inaugurated this covenant that Yirmiyahu Jeremiah prophesied would one day be the right time to start. So God himself came as a Jew, right? Came as a Jew, manifested himself. And, and it's, uh, it, it's just a powerful thing for us to, un- to understand. So my, the, the thing about this, this grace idea, okay, uh, I think people, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to put it on Luther's doorstep, not that I dislike the man at all. I thought he was a great man. But his revelation about it is by grace you are saved through faith, not of works, lest anyone should boast. That whole that whole concept uh, is what is given us this idea. Well, I'm under grace. I'm not under the law anymore. Correct. It's because of that. We don't have to do the law anymore. We're under grace. But we've always been under grace, and that's the point we're trying to make here. That exactly. it's right, right from the very, very, very beginning. The whole creation is an act of grace. Is an act that of grace. we do not deserve. That's the point. That if you just focus on that and not get caught up in mm-hmm. each specific element, mm-hmm. but yep. that it's all an unfolding plan. It's, all an unfolding it's much plan. easier to understand and accept. Yep. Yep. Uh, and and uh, one thing just jumps out at me, and probably because. It just speaks to me, and I'll say it just, you know, Jesus during his time followed the Mosaic law perfectly. Mm -hmm. He even asked when they were attempting to kill him on one occasion, uh, the religious, Mm -hmm. uh, he said, for which law uh, did I break? And they said, none, (laughs) none, not one. Okay, but one of the things that Jesus wore, uh, Jeff, and will wear again, it's in Mm -hmm. Revelation, it seems pretty clear, again, Mm -hmm. won't get off on that, but he wears a 
prayer shawl, a tallit it's called. Mm-hmm. And on the four corners from Numbers, you were supposed to put these fringe on your garments, uh, Jesus wore this tallit. And he's walking one day healing people because, as we've said, nothing will get your intention more as to a reality than you are healed from an ailment of some sort or another. Right? It's an act, of, an act of grace that calls your attention. It's an act of grace right? that you can't mistake you when you are the mis- sick one. You cannot mistake. Right. Yeah. And so the, the, uh, what's, what's called the woman with an issue of blood, uh, that's what it's become known as. She says, if I can but, you know, touch the hem, it sometimes says. But that's the tzitzit. Mm. Now, mm. What, what that means, though, is that uh, by Jesus' day and today, those fringes are wrapped up and tied in a symbolically significant number of 613. In other words, they signify the Mosaic Covenant. They're another element uh, of uh, representing the the entirety of the Mosaic Covenant. Mm -hmm. Now, she said, if I can but touch those seat seat. Mm. In other words, if I can but touch, if I can get to, if I can appropriate the Mosaic Covenant, I will be healed. That's grace. Wow. So she touched the Mosaic Covenant, and what did Jesus say? Mm. Referring to the representation of the Mosaic Covenant, Jesus said, who touched me? Mm-hmm. In other words, he didn't say, who touched my clothes? Who's tugging mm. at me? What is this old horrible looking woman sickly want he said somebody he didn't even know who did it Mm -hmm. he just knew Mm -hmm. that as the bible says virtue went out from him but he identified entirely with the mosaic covenant and said who touched me Mm -hmm. so she touched the mosaic covenant for healing and that grace in jesus again as in many other places aligned himself entirely just in that one act with the grace-filled healing provision of the Mosaic Covenant. Wow. Okay. So so what we're doing here, folks, and, and, and I think we're going to bring this episode to a close, and we're going to talk about, we're, we're going to go into the present day in our next uh, conversation, but by understanding, I hope, I hope and pray that you understand that the New Covenant it's all one redemptive act from God, of God, and that He did it with Adam, that He did in, in Eve. He did it with Noah. He did it with Abraham. He did it with Moses, and now He's doing it with Jesus. He's doing it. He's doing it with all of them. It's not different things. It's one thing, from the beginning to the end. It's all grace. It's all undeserved. It's all redemption. And that's what we want you to grasp from this culmination, if you like, of with the new. We're going to, we're just beginning. We're just starting. Because now we move into the present day and we move into Israel now. And every, everything we've just described today, everything we've just described in this broadcast, in this podcast, and everything we've done so far, it's all going to come back. You'll notice that we, we brought it back into this conversation, and it's going to continue to be brought back so that you have a better understanding of who you are as a believer in Jesus and what God is actually doing in this world. So thanks for being with us today. We look forward to next time on Israel, Why is the Middle East Important? This has been a great discussion for this episode of Israel, 
Why is the Middle East important? I look forward to how this continues to unfold. As you can tell, Neil and I enjoy talking about the subject as it helps us to get to the root of the matter about God and why Israel and the Middle East are so important. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we would love to hear from you. Visit us at our home at Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? That's Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? And you can find us on Facebook using that same title. And you can email us at whyisthemiddleeastimportant at gmail.com. That's whyisthemiddleeastimportant at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. If you like what you hear, please invite your friends to the conversation. One thing Neil and I always say to each other is, I don't know. Because the only way we know is to not know. Once you have it all figured out, you stop learning. And that state of mind is what helps us to learn and grow. We invite you into that journey with us. From Neil Johnson and me, Jeff Pelletier, Shalom. And see you next time. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.